Dear Diary, my heart, um, there's been a lot of things on my heart, but I think the most important thing is speaking the truth and not being silenced. Um, I've been afraid for many years to speak my truth, to say what I've been dealing with and what I've been going through because of my family and how they would feel. But I realized that when you are holding back your truth, you're not helping yourself and you're not helping other people who may need the assistance. For me, dealing with depression from the age of 12 and wanting to commit suicide at the age of 12 and then, you know, having identity issues, sexuality issues, um, dealing with panic attacks and anxiety, um, being sexually abused, raped um, by an associate and also by my partner and being mentally, emotionally, and physically assaulted. Those things do not just go away and you cannot just ignore it. Um, I've been in some traumatic experiences in my life and things that have really changed my perspective, changed my outlook, and changed me as a person. The thing that I, I learned uh, is to be true to yourself. And now as a mental health therapist, I am very, very transparent with my clients. And I be as honest as I can because the only thing I can do is be me. Holding back, making it seem like I live a perfect life and because I have degrees and I sit at a desk, I am not better than anyone. I've dealt with homelessness. I've lived in my car. I've lived in shelters. I've lived in hotels. I've been there. Um, and I know what it's like to hit rock bottom. I know what it's like to not know what you're going to eat for the day. And trying to figure out how to just make it through that day. God has blessed me with a testimony. He has blessed me to overcome so many obstacles that he got me through. I didn't make it through on my own. He was there with me every step of the way. So for me, it's me giving thanks, sharing my stories. Because I tell you, there were so many times where I didn't know how I was going to feed me and my child. But... God made a way and we ate. We didn't miss meals. No days did we ever miss a meal. My son had not ever went to bed hungry and I thank Jesus for that. He always had a meal. I made sure he ate before I ate. Because he had to eat. That was a priority. No matter what, he was always going to be taken care of. The truth of the matter is, 
I cannot hold my tongue anymore. I cannot sit back and just not say anything anymore. When I was suicidal at 12, I wrote a suicide letter. And my mom found it. And I normally used to come home and, you know, check in with her. And she told me she found the letter. And she said to me that if I loved her, I wouldn't do it. I did love my mom. But at that time, I felt invisible. I felt like no one cared about me. No one seen me. And if I died, no one would miss me. I was always alone. I was always by myself. Um, I used to sit in a house in the dark, listening to music all day. My family, my mom worked. My sisters were out working, hanging out with friends. I was by myself. And a lot of my childhood memories, I just remember being alone. And I was so sad inside. And I felt empty inside. And my family never gave me compliments. They never told me I was beautiful or I was smart. Um, they never gave me any positive reinforcements. And so they bothered me and teased me about my lips, about my face, my body. And I developed an eating disorder at a young age because I was self-conscious. As skinny as I was, I thought I was fat. Um, and then I avoided mirrors from the age of like 11, 12 until I was about 20. I wouldn't look in a mirror. I avoided mirrors because every time I looked in a mirror, I would start crying because I didn't see anything beautiful or anything valuable. I saw something ugly. And I remember my mentors, and I will always be forever grateful for them. These two beautiful ladies, um, Teens Path in Harlem, New York. These two beautiful ladies, they were my mentors, and they would lift me up when I felt down. They would always make sure that I looked in the mirror they told me to look in the mirror and hug myself and say, I love you. And that was one of the hardest things for me to ever do at that time. Because every time I looked in the mirror, I cried. And to even hug myself and say, I love you, that was a task. When you're dealing with low self-esteem and depression, you don't ever feel that love. How can you love yourself? When you don't even have love around you, you don't feel love around you. I didn't feel the love. Um, I didn't feel secure. I didn't feel like I mattered. And so I used my body and gave it away freely because who cares? I didn't care. Um, I would dress provocatively just so I can get attention. All 
a cry for love. Um, and then I ended up meeting men that would take advantage of me and men that would abuse me. And I've been in that cycle for years. And so I had to start looking in myself. I made a conscious decision in 2020 during the pandemic that I was going to be intentionally single intentionally single because I'd never been single long enough to be with myself to learn myself to love myself to get to know me I lost myself so many times that I was struggling to figure out who am I who do I identify as what do I like and for the past two years, it's been a journey. But in the past two years, I've gotten to know Daisha. I got into know Daisha. And she's pretty dope. Um, I enjoy painting, writing, listening to music, going to the beach, spending time with my son, spending time with my family, even on video chat because they all live far away from me. But those moments count to me. I love to laugh and watch feel-good movies. But that is me. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was looking for. I didn't know what I was searching for. I was looking for everything outside of me. I was looking for a man to replace my dad because my dad was in and out my life. I was looking for love through all the toxic relationships that I was in. Anytime they told me, I love you, that was the key word to say, oh my gosh, they really love me, so I'm going to give my all to them. But that never was love. It never had been love. And I finally realized that the truest love was my son who gives me unconditional love. The biggest of all is the love of God and myself. Dear Diary, thank you. Tasha Hines.